जयम विष्णुपाद परमहंस श्री भक्तिविनंद गोषण महाराज सिल्ला प्रभु पाद की श्री श्री राधा बलम भगवान की गौड़ प्रेमानंदे हरि हरि बोल ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय मॉर्निंग वे रीडिंग फ्रॉम द श्रीमद भागवताम कैंटो सेवन चैप्टर थ्री मृत्यु नारे नामृगे अंथर्बि दिवानुदायुमोनाबरे मृत्यु नारे नामृगे अंथर्बि दिवानुदायुदायुमोनाबरे मृत्यु नारे नामृगे अ मृत्यु 
Nanarenamrigeapi Nahi divanaktam Anyas marapicha yudai Nabumo nabaremritio Nanarenamrigeapi Na, na, not, anta, inside, inside. Bahi, bahi, outside the home. Outside. Diva, Diva, during the daytime. During the daytime. Naktam, Naktam, during the night. Anyasmat, Anyasmat, from any others beyond Lord Brahma. Brahma. Api, even. even. Cha, Cha, also, are you die by any weapons used within this material world? Na, na not, not. Bumo, bumo, on the ground. On the ground. Na, na, not, not. Ambare, ambare, in the sky. Mrityu, death. Na, not, narai, by any men. Na, na, no, no. Murigai, yeah. by any animal, by any animal. Api, Api, also. also. Translation, grant me that I, not, that I not die within any residence or outside any residence, during the daytime or at night, nor on the ground or in the sky, grant me that my death not be brought by any being other than those created by you, nor by any weapon, nor by any human being or animal. Purport. Hiranyakashipu was very much afraid of Vishnu's becoming an animal to kill him because his brother had been killed by Vishnu uh, when the Lord took the shape of a boar. He was therefore very careful to guard against all kinds of animals. But even without taking the shape of an animal, Vishnu could kill him by hurling his Sudashana chakra which can go anywhere without the Lord's physical presence. Therefore, Hiranyakashipu was careful to guard against all kinds of weapons. He guarded against all kinds of time, space, and countries because he was afraid of being killed by someone else in another land. There are many other planets, higher and lower, and therefore he prayed for the benediction of not being killed by any resident of any of these planets. <clears throat> There are three original deities, Brahma, Vishnu, and Maheshwara. Hiranyakashipu knew that Brahma would not kill him, but he also wanted not to be killed by Lord Vishnu or Lord Shiva. Consequently, he prayed for such a benediction. Thus, Hiranyakashipu thought himself securely protected from any kind of death caused by any living entity within this universe. He also carefully guarded against a natural death which might take place within his house or outside his house. <coughs> and I'll just read through, we'll finish the end of the chapter. And just uh, uh, one more verse. <coughs> Translation, grant me that I meet not meet death from any entity living or non-living. Grant me further that I not be killed by any demigod or demon or by any great snake from the lower planets. Since no one can kill you in, in the battlefield, you have no competitor. Therefore, grant me the benediction that I too may have no rival. 
Give me sole lordship over all the living entities and presiding deities, and give me all the glories obtained by that position. Furthermore, give me all the mystic powers attained by long austerities and the practice of yoga, for these cannot be lost at any time. <coughs> Purport. Lord Brahma obtained his supreme position due to long austerities and penances, mystic yoga, meditation, and so on. Hiranyakashipu wanted a similar uh, position. The ordinary powers achieved by mystic yoga, austerities, and other processes are sometimes vanquished, but the powers obtained by the mercy of the Lord are never vanquished. Hiranyakashipu therefore wanted a benediction that would never be vanquished. Thus end the Bhaktivedanta purports of the seventh canto, third chapter of the Srimad Bhagavatam entitled Hiranyakashipu's plan to become immortal. So, all about Hiranyakashipu. <clears throat> and we're reading all these uh, verses now, going into the next chapter. Uh, now that he gets these things, and the next chapter is entitled he wants all these things and he gets all these things and what does he do? He terrorizes the universe. Instead <laughs> of doing the good things, he wants to terrorize everyone. <laughs> and of course this is, uh, you know, a, a very fortuitous because uh, in another month or so, a little bit more, I think in early May, beginning of May, there's a Lord Nishingadev's Appearance Day anniversary celebration. I think I remember May, May 4th or something like that, the anniversary of Lord Nishringadev. So we're reading about Hiranyakashipu. We've already read about Hiranyaksha and how they were formerly Jive Jive, the spiritual world, the doorkeepers in the Vaikuntha who were cursed and then became the Asuras. So that's the position of Asuras. They get something and uh, as, as, as I just mentioned, they want to, they abuse it. They misuse it. And uh, actually everything we get is God-given uh, because everything emanates from the Supreme Personality of God. And even those who are giving benedictions, their position is from Krishna also. Uh, uh, Krishna, original, Krishna Stup Bhagavan Swayam is the original. All others come from Krishna. But of course, he has nothing uh, to do with the material world as such directly. He expands himself and incarnates, expands himself, Balaram and then Sankashan, and then you have all the, the Vishnu, Mahavishnu, and the Gabadakshai Vishnu, Chiradakshai Vishnu, and the Vishnu, and the Vishnu expansions, they are doing the work. And of course the Leela, Leela avatars, they come as Lord Nasringadev and so on. So Krishna is enjoying uh, with uh, Radha, the gopis in a Vrindavan of the spiritual world, or the Vrindavan come rec replica in this world. So, uh, uh, so Krishna is uh, such a, an amazing personality, amazing personality. He's supreme enjoyer, supreme enjoyer. Uh, so anyway, we are reading here about Hiranya Kashipu, uh, Hiranya Gold, Kashipu, um, uh, the, the soft uh, bed, uh, pillow. So generally, uh, uh, this is the materialistic dream to have a lot of money to have a lot of uh, power, fame, to have uh, a lot of uh, enjoyment, kashipu, bed, I mean, sex life. Uh, this is the dream of the materialists. They, they, have, uh, they don't understand the higher things. Now, Hiranya Kashipu was not ordinary asura, like uh, you know many in this material world. Uh, um, 
at least myself. <laughs> you are all wonderful devotees. But uh, I remember when I was first coming, uh, visiting the, uh, the uh, temple here, uh, we had one uh, shop in the city, and every week they would have the feast there. They wouldn't have in the temple, was just very small. Uh, not before here, it was in St Kilda. And uh, then we had the feasts in the city. And uh, so I would come sometimes there. And I remember one time there was a, a pup puppet show. Do you have, still have puppet shows anymore? <laughs> we, used to do, we used to do a lot of puppet shows in, in the early days. We used to do a lot of drama and puppet shows. Very popular. Uh, everyone likes good good puppet show. The children especially like puppet show. And one time I came, they were doing the puppet show of this Leela. Of uh, you know, one puppet uh, was uh, uh, actually the time I can remember was one puppet was Prahlad Maharaj, and uh, the other puppet was his father Hiranyakashipu. And so the Hiranyakashipu was one puppet, and they were talking. And uh, it was the scene where uh, Hiranyakashipu, uh, why are you worshipping the Lord Vishnu? Who has powers more than me? Uh, and then uh, Prahlad Maharaj was uh, preaching. Uh, my dear father, your powers come from the Supreme Personality, just like everyone in this universe. Uh, uh, he is the greatest of all and, uh, and all others. And so he addressed uh, the, the puppet, Prahlad, addressed uh, my dear Asura, my dear Asuras, my, all, my, all my dear Asuras, and he faced all of us who were watching. He said, my, my, the puppet was like this, my dear Asuras. <laughs> oh, I, I had been uh, coming for some time, and I thought, oh, well, why is he calling us all Asuras? <laughs> my dear Asuras. What's, what's he mean? They were facing all of my dear Asuras. <laughs> So that, the, the position is like that, though, because uh, uh, actually uh, we are asuras. <laughs> Those who are not devotees, so there's the sura and the asura. Those who are devotees are called sura, and, uh, and asura is the one that are not non-devotee. <laughs> so those who do not take up the path of devotional service, they are asuras. Uh, of course, uh, many people were coming, and they were on they're just uh, making contact, uh, but probably they were more in the Asura category. <laughs> so uh, um, the, the puppet Prahlad, he was saying, my dear Asuras. And so the Asuras, they want these things. Now, Hiranyakashipu, he is wanting all these different things, but he, he could have stopped uh, um, just immediately. He, he could have stopped, just said, uh, grant me that I, I, that I not die. Grant me that I not die. Uh, he, of course, he, he puts all. Uh, he, 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 he states many things that he doesn't want uh, happening. Grant me that I not die with any residence, because actually, Prabhupada mentions here at some point he realized, you know, pre, in the previous verses he was addressing Lord Brahma as the uh, supreme person. Uh, Supreme Personality of Godhead. Let me offer my respectful obeisances unto the Supreme who is unlimited, unmanifested form, has expanded the cosmic manifestation, the form of totality of the universe, possesses external, internal energies, uh, which consists of all the living entities, 
you are, you are, and he goes on, O oh my Lord, being changelessly situated in your own abode, you expand your universal form within this cosmic manifestation. So it, it, it could be that here's a, you know, normally we read so many prayers of great personalities and they address the Supreme Personality of God at Vishnu or one of the incarnations or Krishna in, in this type of way. And, uh, but here we're finding that uh, Hiranyakashipu is addressing Lord Brahma like that. Uh, but interestingly enough, and the Prabhupada points out, uh, he must have realized that uh, he is supreme within this universe. Because uh, when you read very carefully his prayers, um, you expand your universal form within this cosmic manifestation. So that could mean the Supreme Personality of God who is beyond the cosmic manifestation, but who expands through his expansions as the Garbhadakshaya Vishnu, especially, and the Chiradakshaya Vishnu. Uh, he's expanding uh, um, this cosmic manifestation. But in one sense, Lord Brahma is also doing, because he is the, the firstborn, and he's expanding, he's empowered to expand all these different uh, planetary systems and arrange things in such a way so uh, in one sense, uh, <clears throat> this could also refer to Lord Brahma. <laughs> and uh, we see the language here. Uh, well, he goes, you are Brahman, the super soul, the oldest, the personality of Godhead. In one sense, Lord Brahma, he is, can act like the super soul because he can know about everything that goes on within this universe. He is an empowered, just like Yamaraj is also empowered, he knows. Uh, what the activities of the human beings are, and he is seeing what is the karma. So there are great personalities within this universe who have got certain powers unimaginable to us human beings. Uh, so Yamaraj is thus empowered. Of course, great demigods, Agni, fire, and uh, Indra, uh, all the, all the uh, water element, uh, uh, fire element, Vivishvan, uh, uh, light element, these are elements that are unimaginable that any uh, individual could have powers to be able to control these elements, elements of light, elements of heat, and uh, water, and so on and so forth. <clears throat> so they're empowered by the Supreme Personality of God, otherwise it's not possible. Normally the materialists, especially materialistic scientists, they think that somehow or other these elements are in existence and, uh, and by themselves. Uh, they are manifesting and going on in so many different ways. It's not ultimately very logical uh, that uh, elements in of themselves can be so orderly, so orderly. Water is so orderly, just like the ocean is so orderly. Every day, just like today, you can go and look up what time it is uh, high tide. High tide, they they, you can see they've calculated the high tide will be such and such time. And if you go there, oh, yeah, now it's high tide. And low tide will be such and such time. You go, to, oh, yeah, the ocean's gone and it's low tide. So they can tell you. And uh, tomorrow, moonrise will be such such time. Oh, yeah, oh, there we can go and see. Moon, uh, the setting of the moon will sunrise will be such and such time. And you go, out, oh, yes, 7.20, I think. <clears throat> I was looking the other day, supposed to be here was the other day. 7.20 in the morning is a sunrise. So these uh, planets uh, by themselves, uh, without any other uh, 
action by themselves, the sun is uh, going like that, that exactly. Uh, even one year from now, they can say the sunrise in uh, 2024 on this day will be that time. Uh, so, uh, somehow or other, uh, all right, so they've been set in motion, uh, but somehow or other they're organising themselves and the elements are coming about. So it's, uh, they have many different explanations and very you know, highly uh, academic uh, uh, sounding uh, uh, explanations, but uh, from the viewpoint of the Vedic presentation, it's not possible, but for elements themselves, chemicals themselves, chemicals uh, just jumped together and uh, uh, our body was created. Uh, and some chemicals came together and then uh, the body of the, the bear came. And other ones came together and the body of the fish. Uh, it's, it's so, but the explanation is like that. But to us who are following Vedic literature, it sounds very uh, in incredible. Of course, one, they are saying so many things that explain the Veda that is uh, not acceptable, uh, can't be verified, so on and so forth. But, uh, even as far as modern presentation of uh, how things are going on, can't really be verified totally. So anyway, we find that uh, those great demigods have very enormous powers. And Lord Brahma, he has enormous powers. He is the original person. He has no real father and mother as such. His father, of course, you could say, uh, is the, uh, the supreme personality of God at Garbhadakshaya Vishnu, and the mother could be Prakriti, material nature but not like ordinary uh, human being with the mother and father. So he's a very great personality and certainly uh, 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 very wonderful. And Hiranyakashipu is offering his prayers. He did tapasya, <coughs> we read earlier, he did the tapasya uh, so much so, how much determination he had, even Lord Brahma when he came there uh, and many other uh, um, you know, sages came with him, he was very amazed that he was just sitting there doing the tapasya and his, his body was, had been eaten away. We read already. His body had been eaten away by the ants and other insects and uh, been covered over by uh, the grass and sticks being covered over and uh, there was nothing, all the flesh, everything was, it was gone. Just within, he was existing within his bones. Um, but still he was existing somehow or other by great determination, some mystic power. He was existing and, and trying to get the uh, uh, darshan and blessings of Lord Brahma. He was a great devotee uh, of Lord Brahma. Of course, he didn't like Lord Vishnu uh, because Lord Vishnu had come and, uh, and, 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 and manifested as Lord Varaha and killed his brother. Uh, so he didn't, but he thought that Lord Brahma, so he's praying like that. Uh, and, so, but, and somehow or other, he's making all these statements which could be uh, understood to be referring to the Supreme Personality of God who is beyond this world uh, and not subject to the uh, actions and reactions of this world. It, these, these sort of statements are generally reserved for that Supreme Personality of God in the form of the Vishnu, Narayan, and uh, uh, as I said, the, some avatars that descend, incarnations, or uh, the Krishna, the Supreme Personality. So generally, these type of statements are referred to in that way. But here we're seeing they're, they're referring to Lord Brahma. And Lord Brahma is so powerful that uh, just by the, the water from his Kamandalu, he just sprinkled on it and he, 
a new body. Iran Kashibu had a new body that was so powerful. What is the thing strong as strong as the thunderbolts? It was actually described. Very powerful, youthful body. He rose up, and so now he's got the new body, very powerful body. Generally, people uh, um, they're wanting these types of things to get very powerful, strong body, especially man who likes to have a body with muscles. Woman likes to have body, very beautiful body, and then they're happy. <laughs> if woman can have very beautiful body, man can have very muscular, strong body, then they're very happy. If someone says your body is very horrible, they're very horrible. Yeah. If it's a lady, or you're very ugly lady, why are you saying like that? <laughs> But if you say, oh, you're so beautiful. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> You've got nice hair. Oh, thank you. Actually, I remember one day, Prabhupada said, he was sitting in the airport with uh, Hansaduda, uh, my godbrother, he was in, I think it was Paris. And, uh, and uh, I remember this story. That, and there was some very aristocratic lady sitting and, uh, and then uh, answered, and then Prabhupada was thinking that he should speak to her about Krishna consciousness and he, he asked his disciple Hansadu to speak to her first and, and he said let's just go over and uh, just uh, initially just say uh, hello how are you and uh, you know and uh, nice to meet with you and you're looking very nice you have very beautiful hair <laughs> and uh, Hansadu said no no I can't go and say like that <laughs> no no go 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 and so he went and then, then she said oh thank you she accepted the compliment <laughs> and in that way because she accepted then he was able to start speaking about in due course of time about the Krishna consciousness so people are very much identifying in that way uh, with their body their body uh, nice and strong and uh, nice or beautiful or, you know, and they're always wishing for these things to have a lot of money, to have power. And so we're seeing here, Hiranyakashipu, uh, he wants great power. First of all, to have, and he wanted great power. And uh, in, in the last verse, we read, the final verse of this chapter, the, the last, uh, uh, he says, Give me sole lordship over all the living entities and presiding deities. So much power he wanted. He wanted to be like a god. Uh, bow down before me. Later on, we'll read. He, you know, he gained this uh, because uh, Lord Brahma had uh, given him this blessing. Uh, and then later on, he stopped any other worship of any other deva or anyone else. Uh, and he sent his uh, soldiers everywhere just to check it. Who is... Uh, Doing it, and, um, uh, Brahmanas, and stop the you are what what yagya, what ritual you are doing. They, if they hear Agni, Indra, stop it immediately. Don't do it, or you will be killed. And uh, any you know, deity, uh, smash it. Uh, any picture, take it, stop it immediately. Still, in some countries, uh, like that. One devotee who uh, said for work he went to the Saudi Arabia 
and uh, there you're not supposed to even if uh, uh, you know you're a foreigner you're not supposed to do any other worship there he said one time in just in, the, in his apartment he had some uh, just pictures Radha Krishna there and uh, and then all of a sudden someone was knock on the door they have the religious police and knocked on his door and uh, we got report that you are worshiping some idol you have to take it immediately you will be deported they're very strict Muslim country, Saudi Arabia. And the neighbor had seen through the, he saw through the window. <laughs> oh, yes, a great offense. And so he reported to the police, they came. They stopped it immediately. And they took it. They took the, the pictures, confiscated. If you continue, then you're deported. <laughs> At least they didn't kill. <laughs> but here, Hiranyakashipu, he threatened to kill. You continue, we'll, you'll be killed. Uh, if you want to worship anyone, you worship me. You want to do murti, make my murti. <laughs> put there. My murti, my picture you put there. You worship. And Om Namo Hiranyakashipu, Swaha. You do like that. <laughs> then he's very happy. Very good. Uh, and we see in the world today, still, the leaders, are, they like to be, practically, they like to be worshipped. They are worshipped by just the culture. You know, you go to some very authoritarian uh, uh, sort of um, regimes in the countries, and they are worshipped, uh, um, uh, uh, the leaders. And that's an offence to not uh, offer good praises to the leader of the country. You can't, uh, there's one country, one devotee told me, one of the islands in the Pacific, he said that the, uh, it is an offense, it was the king, and the, one, a king in, in one of the uh, small islands, he was the king, and uh, the, the car of the king drove past and he saw everyone, uh, they got down on their knee and they, they uh, offered respect. And uh, <clears throat> he didn't do so, later they told him, oh, if you just see the car of the king, you have to stop and offer your respect, bow down. You have to bow down. Even if he just drives past, you have to bow down. I said, uh, and then he found out later because he had um, some of, the, um, some of the, uh, uh, the friends of the devotees told him that one of them was in the car with the king. He's in the high position and he was in the car and he said the king actually said something to him. Who was that man who didn't do bow down? Who was that one? And uh, he stopped short of doing anything about it, but he just commented, this one he didn't bow down. <laughs> so forcefully, of course, uh, uh, you know, people don't like to bow down, they're very puffed up. Uh, they don't mind others are bowing down to them. You want to bow down, bow down to me, just like Hiranya Kashipu. But he doesn't like to bow down to anyone else. Eventually we all have to bow down uh, to the forces of material nature cannot uh, uh, escape even though here we see uh, grant me that I might uh, but that I not meet death in the first um, he's asking again and again uh, uh, that I may not die I don't want to die now no one really in there with a sane mind wants to die and if they could if we could live forever but live forever even without getting old just live forever with full strength and intelligence and strength 
beauty is always there, strength is, the handsome is always there. Everyone, they, they, they wish for these things. They wish, and, it's, and, and in a human society, especially in the Kali Yuga, it is an impossibility. Uh, sometimes there, some people are portrayed like that in the, in the in, I remember reading the comics and now in the movies, all these superheroes. They're very strong, they live eternally, uh, they're, or they're abnormal creatures like some vampire or something like that. <coughs> the vampires, they live forever, some abnormal, but, so uh, it is like that. <laughs> someone, someone is a vampire and they, they live forever, always uh, like beautiful. Of course, they're very abnormal creatures. And there's all sorts of stories. They can't uh, go in the daytime in the sun and all sorts of things like that if they're a vampire. Or they're super, you're the Superman. They have all these super superheroes. So someone like that, they're very strong. And everyone idolizes, and it's very popular that they uh, go and read these. Uh, in our day, it was more the comics. And now they go to see the movies. They're, they're, I, you know, I read that they're, they're the most popular movie. They make billions of dollars, practically, from showing these uh, superheroes that uh, live forever, practically live forever, and live forever with uh, uh, some uh, um, you know, extraordinary powers. So everyone wishes, and they idolize. It's, it's kind of a natural thing to do it. Ultimately, it's there in the soul to idolize the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Krishna. Krishna is like that. He is actually very naturally the leader of all the living entities. And so, but the tendency, the tendency is there, the tendency is there to do it uh, in, in today. So if one can live forever. Now, when you go in the higher planetary systems, the devas, uh, we read according to their position in the higher planetary systems, they live a long time and they don't become old. Uh, we read they don't become old. In some uh, some devas, they become a little bit more older, just in the last year of their life or something like that. Uh, 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 you know, but pr practically they don't become old. They they live long, long time, uh, like young looking, and they don't become sick. Uh, it's not like that. We we have all these things very much in on Earth as human beings. Um, uh, so you don't. You don't read many stories that uh, uh, Agni is very sick. <laughs> Today he can't come to the work. <laughs> because today he's sick. Today we can't have any fire because Agni is sick. <laughs> today we don't have sun. Surya is a little bit sick today. There's no sun available. Uh, next week he thinks he'll be better, so next week. <laughs> Next week we'll get some sun because he's sick. They, they don't get sick. Uh, they, they, you know, and people, would, they, they, they wish they could be like that. Who wants to be sick? Especially at, at, and so human beings in Kali Yuga, uh, everyone likes, wants to have long life. If they could live forever, they, they, they would very much uh, like to be like that and live forever. But at least long life and a healthy life. Healthy life, but uh, in, just in the, in the Kali Yuga, as people get older, uh, naturally, uh, you know, for people with, uh, on, on earth, they become sick. Old age is one of the sufferings, one of the sufferings of, of people, especially uh, old age and, 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 and disease is the sufferings of people in the age of Kali. Anyone older person will tell you uh, that every day there's something wrong. Today is pain here, tomorrow is over here, 
over here, in the knee, uh, every, or simultaneously, all these things. And so uh, you can't see so well anymore. You can't uh, hear so good anymore. Uh, you, you had before, when you were younger, you had good hair, but now no more hair. No more, and there were teeth. I remember one time when uh, Father Kelly came to, uh, was Father Kelly or someone, one, he was a priest, he came here to meet Prabhupada. So Prabhupada was just casual in the beginning. Uh, he was around about the same age as Prabhupada. And he said to him, how's your health is all right? Uh, and then he, he said, do you still have all your teeth? <laughs> he said, do you still have all your teeth? Because when, when you get older, you start losing your teeth. And you have to eat kind of funny. <laughs> I always remember when I was young, I, I got a shock when my grandfather was there. I, I saw nearby his bed, there were some teeth in a glass <laughs> in, in water. <laughs> I was just a young, a young boy and I was very shocked. I went to running to my mother, there's teeth. <laughs> the teeth is in the, in, the, in, the, in the jar, in the water. Oh, don't worry, that's just your grandfather's teeth. That's his false teeth. He just takes that and puts it in the water. <laughs> Clean it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, uh, <laughs> it's like that. They take them out and they, they, because all the teeth are gone and so they have to wear these things. And at night time they take them out and put them in the jar. So he just forgot them over there. So I, I saw and I ran out all, all, all shocked. <laughs> so it's like that. Uh, uh, but in the higher planetary systems and certainly in the person of Lord Brahma, he doesn't have like that. He's not worried about his teeth. A, he doesn't have even body made of the material elements as like us. His body is mainly made of the element of an ether, very subtle, you can't even see. He makes himself visible. Also, there's description in the various Puranas of Lord Brahma. He's very huge size. There's one description if uh, he comes on, on his swan and... Uh, he has to reduce according to where he's going. Uh, if it just comes normally, the swan carrier, even the foot of his swan carrier would cover the whole earth. Practically is so big, even the swan carrier, he's so big. And he adjusts his size, where he goes, he's got all mystic power. And not made, our body is made the, uh, the earth and the water. So, you know, we know the devas have different types of bodies and, and made of you know, predominantly one element, uh, the fire element or the water element and so on. So they, they, their position is different. So Hiranyakashipu, he wants all these things. And, and, and so this is a, an example of also very clever, very clever, in, uh, uh, sneaky intelligence. <laughs> How he's asking for all these things. Very, very sneaky. He's, he's uh, all right. He's, he's, he's understood that Lord Brahma is not beyond death himself, although it's like he's beyond death, but he... So he's asking in a roundabout way how to not be killed by anyone. And also, as I mentioned, he wants to be the Lord of, um, give, give me soul lordship. No, oh, this is interesting. Soul, he doesn't want to share the power with anyone else. It's not me and this one and that one and that one together will rule the universe. No, no, no one else, just me. <laughs> <laughs> give me soul lordship over all the living entities and even those who are presiding deities over the different elements uh, I want to be lord of them also no one else with me 
just like uh, Lord Shiva, uh, that is understood Lord Shiva, Lord Brahma, uh, uh, Lord Vishnu, the three, uh, between them, one is in, uh, in the controlling the mode of goodness one. And so between them, the modes are, are controlled, but Hiranyakashipu didn't want to be with one other one or two other ones like that, and uh, with three, he wanted to be just uh, himself. Uh, uh, no one should be my competitor. So. Uh, um, this is the position. He just wanted to be like a god uh, in this material world, and he was using his intelligence how to ask in roundabout way to attain all these things. But ultimately, it's futile. So Lord Brahma uh, awarded him th these benedictions, but ultimately futile because uh, everyone, even Lord Brahma himself, who was giving the benediction, he has to come to the end of his life, even fantastic from our position. He has to come to the end of the life. And Prabhupada makes this comment in his purport. He says that uh, one can perform all sorts of austerities and meditations and yoga and, and, and achieve so much, but ultimately it's all vanquished. But the, the mercy of the Lord, he says here, that any powers that are given by the Lord, especially as to, at, at, in advancement in Krishna consciousness, they're never vanquished, they're eternal. Uh, Hiranyakashipu never wanted to be vanquished and he was using his... This is an example of misused, in, misused intelligence and uh, abuse of position. Abuse of position. So he gets all these things and because his intelligence is polluted, as soon as he gets, uh, then uh, he wants to uh, abuse, the, abuse his power. So this is very much like uh, the lower classes of people uh, the lower classes of people, they get uh, uh, their the sense gratification. Immediately they, they get and they abuse it. Uh, they want to cause so much trouble for others. And we see in the world today is going on in, in, in so many different ways. That they, the abuse of, of, of power, abuse of um, uh, intelligence. So Hiranyakashipu had great intelligence, very, very sharp intelligence. Very, very sharp. Uh, and he understood things. And, but at the same time, you cannot thwart the uh, intelligence of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. He was very, very, very smart. All right, well, my brother was killed by an animal. Then I, 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 don't, I want that I not be killed by any animal. No animal can kill me. So, of course, animals, uh, you know, many animals are very dangerous. So many animals can kill us. We go in the jungle or something like that. Can be uh, wild boars and tigers and elephants. So many can we can be killed by so many animals. So protect me from being killed by the animals. Any animal, anywhere from any place. <laughs> no animal can kill me, because and especially my brother was killed by the animals. So no animal. So but who? So he, using his intelligence. But who is more intelligent than the supreme personality of God? You cannot compete with the intelligence of Krishna. Krishna is unlimitedly intelligent. Whatever we think we can do, uh, and uh, especially in this world, you know, Krishna is beyond this world. He's going to be more intelligent. So we know, we'll read that he comes. Uh, he's no animal, half animal. <laughs> he's not animal and half man. He's not man. So what, what type of intelligence is needed to even conceive of such a being? Uh, that is, uh, intelligence is beyond this world beyond this world. 
such intelligence, ordinary person, and that's just a, a small manifestation of the Lord's intelligence. That's not the whole manifestation of the Lord's intelligence. Lord has some unlimited intelligence. You think your puny intelligence is going to be better than Krishna's intelligence? You, going, you think you can outwit Krishna? You can't outwit Krishna. <laughs> so the more we accept that uh, and we, we cooperate with the plan of Krishna, so more or less, the, every materialist in this world who doesn't accept the supremacy of the Supreme Personality is trying to outwit the arrangement of the Supreme Personality of God by so many arrangements. Everyone in their own way is trying to do the same thing as Aranyakashipu. So they're trying to, but better to understand that you can't outmaneuver and out-intelligence Krishna. Better to, if someone is more powerful than you, uh, more stronger uh, and more opulent uh, and more intelligent than you, best to sub submit yourself to that person and go along with what they want to do. Otherwise, you, everything will be finished for you immediately. So uh, um, for the devotees, they have got at least sufficient intelligence to cooperate with the, uh, uh, the plan of the Supreme Personality of God. You're all right, you've come to the world, uh, live in the world in such a way, but at the same time, you can act in, in such a way that you can go back home, back to God. This is, this is actually proper use of intelligence. Here we see here, Hiranyakashipu is misusing intelligence, asking all these things trying to be independent of Krishna. Ultimately, he'll get these things he enjoys for a while, he terrorizes the universe, as the next chapter, terrorizes the universe, and, uh, but then uh, in due course of time, these things will be vanquished, and then uh, what, what is the, ultimately, what's the use? It's, it's futile, futile. Better to be more intelligent, engage in eternal activities. Hare Krishna. Jai, all glories to Sula Prabhupada, Ki Jai. Does, does anyone have any uh, question or comment they want to ask? I have So, you gave an example of a devotee facing issue in a Muslim country. And the spacing issue? Uh, issue of you know uh, praying God. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I've I've seen that I've heard in my family. Oh, and you're friends talking about a devotee praying God. Yeah, praying God. Oh. In, pra in pray other praying or yeah, praying? In praying, praying. Praying with an R. Okay. Yeah, mm -hmm. in other country, mm -hmm. and um, we read Gita and we know mm -hmm. that Supreme Lordhead is Krishna, mm -hmm. and I still have this question: How uh, other religions? formed as Muslim or Christianity, how did this form? Did Krishna create them? And how did the classes formed? In India, there, are, uh, there is still, you know, the people... classes. Yes, uh, people are still get treated based on their class. Well, these are due to your, your uh, the individual desires, and, uh, and uh, Krishna is uh, giving reactions according to your activities and your qualities and your nature. So if someone has a certain nature to worship God, or someone doesn't want to worship God, Krishna will create a situation. Uh, atheist, you want to be? All right. And uh, uh, you can be in this situation. And there's someone who wants to worship Deva, and then he, he actually is mentioned in Bhagavad Gita. He gives the faith to that individual how to do it. Krishna is uh, awarding uh, and, and, and giving reactions to you according to your desires. So all the different nature people, 
uh, it is because of their previous activity. So it's a combination of your desires and your actions. And Krishna is uh, awarding the results. So your you have desire. Uh, you want to be the, the, the king of the world, but you didn't act so nicely. So then you won't get that exactly, but you'll get something a little, a little bit that kind of accommodates both, but not exactly. So he sees your activities over the last life and maybe the life before. He sees your desire. And because he's got supreme intelligence, it is a, a false thing, but because you want it, then Krishna gives you that. So anyone who comes in the world in, in, in different uh, positions, uh, a similar question was asked last night uh, uh, in, in our program, in the youth program, and uh, it, is, it is our desire and our activities that create the situations. So the world is uh, a given, and there are certain uh, uh, rules and regulations how the world is going on. This is coming under Krishna. So therefore, if you, you, know, you have to know how, how to live in the world according to these, uh, just like when you go to a country, you have to live in a country according to the laws of that country. You can't, you go from here, uh, America, you can't all of a sudden just driving the car on the, on the normal way you drive here or India. Uh, you know, if there's, you know, other cars are coming other direction. Uh, I remember I went with one devotee, we were all from here, he's from New Zealand, and uh, all of a sudden he's driving on the left-hand side in America. And uh, we didn't think anything of it because we were just used to that side. <laughs> and then all of a sudden there's all this traffic coming. <laughs> and they're shining their lights, <laughs> beeping their horn. Oh, we're on the wrong side. So you have to know what is the laws uh, of that country. You have to find out. So, uh, but you're in that situation there because of your desire, just like you have a desire to go to that country. And so by your activities, by your endeavor, uh, you've uh, acquired the money uh, to buy the ticket and, uh, you are, and you get on the plane, you're able to go there. So by our previous life activities, we acquire a certain nature and Krishna gives us that, like, that nature. So it's, a, it's, it's more not Krishna doing it, but you're doing it, but he's arranging it. He's the arranger of your activities. And so individually and collectively, Sometimes you have to be bundled together with the others in such a way because you're very similar, so you're put together. But Krishna has his macro plan and ultimately wants to bring everyone, but someone is very determined. He has to go around and around a little bit in the world, go here, there, whatever. But it's our activity that creates these things, not Krishna. Krishna wants us to finish up and come back home, back to God. But our activities are causing these, all these different divisions and even the different types of uh, worship. Uh, that is uh, our desire also. You want to worship certain way, this way, that way, and the situation. Of course, the, it may be they create the, these things, but uh, it is, uh, that ability to create is, is given by Krishna. That's all right? Answer yeah, your question. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Yes, Mahatma. Hare Krishna Ramay Swami. Uh, I come across a lot of physiotherapists because recently I had total knee replacement. So they are very proud that they are eating meat. And they always tell me, if you eat meat, you will recover very soon. You what? <laughs> you will recover very soon. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I ask them that, why do you put a living animal in a barbecue, hot oil? Do you, do, don't you think you are giving so much trouble to the animal? So how to, my question is, how to make them aware 
that everybody has got a soul and we can't disturb them because they have got consciousness. Because of the soul, they have got consciousness. Well, you have to be and that's why they are feeling so much agony. Mm. So why you are killing for the tongue, taste of tongue, you are killing so many animals and want to be fit. And then fit for how long? Mm. We never know. Mm. You can leave any time, anybody. So how to make them aware that when they are eating meat, they are killing somebody who has got soul and they, because of the soul, they have got consciousness. Mm. Yes. Well, uh, that, uh, 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 you have to uh, understand the philosophy very carefully and how to present these things in a very, depending on the person you're speaking with, a very scientific, academically minded, a specialist uh, type of personalities, you have to present in such a way that they're very familiar with. Maybe you have to study how they understand things. And therefore, Prabhupada always wondered that the Bhaktivedanta Institute uh, with uh, our devotees who have the PhD, and he wanted them to present our philosophy in, la in, in, in put in terms in the language that the academics use. You see, so you have to every and this is true not only for the academics but any any type of person you you're presenting to. You have to find out the good preacher. He will always find out the, the what is the, uh, um, the the characteristics of that person, how they're thinking, and then and then present it in a way that they can relate to. If you present it in another way, they may not be able to relate to that thing. So you have to present it in academic terms and uh, learn. Maybe you should uh, talk with the, um, uh, the devotees in the Bhaktivedanta Institute, how they're presenting the philosophy of Krishna consciousness to the academics. And, uh, and then they will be able to, there's many of them around the world who are uh, in that institute, how they present to the academics. You know, you know yourself, you're, more or less an academic position, how they talk in a certain type of language they talk, they have a certain type of rationale. And if you try to present it, and generally speaking, you have to be very, very patient, uh, and, uh, and, and, and you have to be understand that they, many will not accept it. Uh, and they can't accept it because they're not, uh, their intelligence is not purified enough to be able to, because it's not a question of just in mundane intelligence. It's a question of spiritual intelligence to understand that thing. And, spe and, and, and especially if they're eating meat, that very much covers, that mode of ignorance, very much covers their intelligence very hard. Prabhupada used to comment on uh, you know, people eating so much meat that they, they haven't got sufficient brain substance and their, their intelligence is covered to understand these more subtle spiritual things. They've got intelligence, they can do so many things, but that is like a superficial intelligence. Intelligence to understand spiritual things is much deeper is more subtle, and uh, to, 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 to uh, get that type of intelligence, the intelligence has to be purified. And so those types of people, they like their meat so much, uh, you know, maybe they'll get them to try some Krishna prasad. Uh, you know, why, you know, this, this food is so nice, why cause the harm and the, and the suffering to the many animals that, that have to be killed, so you can, uh, and, and this is all the bad habits. Thank Their you whole way. life they've been Thank living you. like that. Thank you, so. That one has to be one has to be purified. Uh, yeah. Hare Krishna Maharaj. Mm. Maharaj, I have one question from last night. Mm. Like uh, you were saying that uh, that Sri Advaita Acharya is the combination of uh, incarnation of both uh, Mahavishnu and uh, Sadashiv. Mm. Is there any specific pastime uh, or uh, leela that uh, they both have to come in uh, together? Actually, yeah. There, this is a, there's one work uh, Advaita Prakash, one book about uh, Advaita Acharya Prabhu, 
this, uh, the whole life of uh, 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 Advaita Acharya is explained there and in the beginning um, <clears throat> how he was uh, uh, in the beginning it was uh, the, the Sada Shiva the, the Shiva beyond this world There's a, he has an abode he was thinking of the people of the Kali Yuga he was very much uh, in compassionate towards them and he went to the, uh, uh, to the, the Mahavishnu and on the ocean and he went into meditation for 800 years this is described for 800 years and he meditated and prayed to Mahavishnu Mahavishnu came and the whole description is there and he said that do you and I are in one sense one person I understand your desire and you're, you are also in the, the practically in the Godhead category and so uh, you know there's a there's a whole discussion described there in that particular work Advaita Prakash and the, how they had conversation and the Lord Mahavishnu embraced the Sadashiva and uh, all of a sudden their bodies merged and they became one incarnated as Advaita Acharya. The combination of Sadashiva and Advaita Acharya, uh, rather um, Mahavishnu is uh, Advaita Acharya. So there's one book like that. <clears throat> yes. Hare Krishna Maharaj, thanks for a nice class. Mm. Maharaj, um, uh, you're talking about puppets saying that the dear Ashuras. So I just want to know Suras, Ashuras and Rachasas in the human life. Can you tell me an example like Ashuras, uh, what I heard that who those read scriptures and practice is called Suras mm. and read scriptures and who don't apply themselves is called Ashuras. Where are the Rachasas stands there Maharaj in human well, life? The uh, general definition is that the, the Sura they, uh, the suras accept uh, the supremacy of the supreme lord, and uh, the, the asuras they don't accept the supremacy of the supreme lord. So, uh, someone who is, um, <clears throat> of course, even the suras can sometimes act like asuras. <laughs> you can be sura, but you are acting like asura. Uh, that's like uh, Indra, in, uh, in he wanted to punish the inhabitants of the Vrindavan. Uh, and with, the, and with the, all the rain, so he's at some time to time, because of the effects of the modes of lower modes, mode of passion, especially mode of ignorance, they can act like asuras. But generally, they don't accept. He didn't accept the supremacy of Krishna, and so he is acting like asura. So general definition is like that. Don't, those who don't accept the supremacy of the supreme personality of God, they're in the asura category, and the ones who accept and follow nicely, they're the sura category. The, uh, general definition. Okay, Hare Krishna. Thank, Thank you, you very much. All glories to Silla Prabhupada. Go Premanandi. Hare Hare. 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 Hare.